Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. It's a good, it's a feel good bop. Back to the streets, like, yeah, it's also about cutting cutting niggas off, right, right, nigga who ain't shit, and throw him back to the streets. And I have to tell myself this: this is really a mantra because I have that, you know, toxic trait of really trying to hold on to these niggas who I don't even want. Like, why? Why am I doing that? Throw that nigga back. Throw him back. Throw him back, you know? Like, Throw him just back get rid to the streets. Get rid of him, okay? He's for the streets. Anyway, he was already for the streets before that, so. Right. His feature said, for the streets. What up, though? What's up? I'm chilling, honestly. It's another recording session of me drinking alcohol before I even drink water. Yes. Cheers. Yes. Cheers. I'm having a good shard. Me. (laughs) Looks like you're having some wine as well. A little rosé. Never hurts (laughs) anybody. Only for the classiest of ladies. Right. Is that McBride Sisters? No, this isn't McBride. This isn't McBride. It's another one of my favorite brands that isn't black owned, so they won't be disclosed. Apologies. But not really. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, somebody texted me about that shit uh, after the live episode when I was like, my shirt is by a white person, so I won't be disclosing. They thought that shit was funny. <laughs> yeah, they, um, what was I going to say about the shard and the rosé? <laughs> <coughs> Dang, cut that all out. Oh yeah, that's it was perfect. I was like, let me get my coffin too, since <laughs> <laughs> make for an easier cut. But yeah, I'm good. I'm chilling like a villain. And yeah. I am too, honestly. It's it's like the weather is looking really gray today. You know, I don't feel like doing too much. I really don't. I need to roast some broccoli. I need to eat these pro- this produce I got in my house. Mm-hmm. Tell me why I ordered my groceries the other day. And I ordered a, cauliflower, a head of cauliflower because I wanted to make some collie rice. Whole time I'm thinking that I received the cauliflower and I put it away in the refrigerator. I never received that shit. I did not receive that shit, bro. Whole time I'm thinking that I'm about to try this new recipe for like a Parmesan risotto, like collie rice type vibe. That sounds don't a even have that shit. One doesn't it sound good? I thought that w- I thought that that was gonna really work out nicely, but now I'm fucked. So I'm gonna roast the broccoli, which is not at all the same. But you know, I love broccoli. I still love broccoli. I. So love broccoli it's probably it's actually my favorite veggie. i think it's my favorite too i've i've never had an issue with broccoli since birth like i've always enjoyed broccoli so another one for me at birth actually my favorite at birth were the peas unpopular really? opinion yeah, i know that's definitely unpopular but you know maybe i'm a little british <laughs> like <laughs> you do a little <laughs> 
<laughs> that little like you know that ancestry with that 0.8 percent is in there it's in there it's like me and my scandinavian yeah <laughs> right what do they do over there pierogies no let me stop fucking around i know damn well they don't do pierogies I... first of all <laughs> first of all i was just being yeah, ignorant like okay whatever <laughs> Second of all, I have no idea what the fuck they do in this Right. Movie. I just know that they're very Aryan. I know they're extremely white and blonde, light features, fair features, and it's cold. But they got the best health care, and they actually care about the food that people eat. All their produce and all their food is, like, actually good for you. No preservatives, none of that bullshit, so... But they still white as hell. Well, if you don't have an icebreaker, I actually have two of them. We could, like, breeze through... Okay, here we go. First one is a true or falsey. Heartbreak builds character. True or false? Uh, if character also means trauma, then yes. Mm. True. Wow. True. I feel like heartbreak definitely builds trauma within a person mm-hmm. because... I still have trust issues. Yeah. Like, literally, trust issues from old ass heartbreak. So. Right. The thing I is. I learned lessons. I learned lessons, and I'm sure that the lessons improved me in many ways, but. Right. I still have a lot of the negative condensation. I don't know what a good word would be. I, I think. I still have that shit on me. I, you know, toxic as it may sound, I think heartbreak does build character like taking away like you know just if i just move away from the trauma aspect and things like that before we get into relationships or anything like that we assume that things are just gonna go swimmingly like right no issues nothing like that but when you get in relationships you start to learn that we're all flawed individuals and something is going to happen like heartbreak is going to happen whether the person meant to do it or they didn't like it's just perhaps the way they were raised and the way they were taught to love and then it's like you literally have two people coming together to show love in however way they grew up being taught it Mm -hmm. so I just feel like you know you learn that that wouldn't have been learned by me just being here and like you know being in this perfect or flawless relationship like I wouldn't have known those things I think right. like I wouldn't have gotten to this place that I'm at right now when or this viewpoint if I didn't have some heartbreak but yeah being able to point out the trauma the tox the toxic traits from that you know it, shit gets real you know it's that some of that does come with it like unfortunately right. unfortunately it's gonna come with it like there's really no way around it like I still have trust issues my damn self you know and right. things like that from previous relationships man oh man that was a good one it was, I think that right? you're right though I think that you're right though because you know the more I think about it it, it does build you to be the person that you are um, whether or not you like that person I don't know that's not a part of this but <laughs> right, right. definitely think that that does shape you and that is character building at the end of the day so good or bad right. it's, it's building something mm-hmm. it's doing it's doing the do I got that from the interwebs Uh, Another one from the interwebs is If there was a way for you to know When you and your soulmate Would connect But not who You just know you guys would connect Would you spend the in-between time dating Or staying still? Why? I feel like I heard this question before. Maybe we had it on a list, but right, I, I'm like, did we have it on a list? Did we talk about it? Like, I can't. Even I don't remember. know if we talked about it, but <laughs> I, um, I feel like, wow, that's a toughie. Um, because <laughs> I'm thinking about the fact that I would be so excited to know that he was out there. Like, I would really you feel even like be nothing interested? Out yeah, like in the other, like because I'm not. Person who can casually date. Like, I'm not a person who can just like 
you know, bide my time. That's not really what I'm interested and in. And then it's I'm almost not really interested in like loose, fast and fun. That's not I want to like know you have an emotional tie to you. You know, and do wanna... you even know what that means? Like if you say, OK, in between time, I'm a date. That means that you're actually going to put yourself not at risk, but knowing that your soulmate, like, you know, you don't know who, but. But here's the thing, though. Do you believe that soulmates have to be a romantic partner? Because what if you meet your soulmate and it's a whole bitch? Yeah, that happens. You know? That happens. And now you're like, and now you have wasted time on finding your romantic partner. Right. Because. And I think that's and what now, the, and now that's all you what have the to show for is a good friend. Too. The question's implying you don't know who your soulmate is. So, and you don't know who you're going to connect to. So how will you find out? You're just going to sit like there I can't wait. and they just go come through, like knocking on also, the door. Also, like, you know, my trust, the way my trust issues is set up, like, how do I even know that that shit is really coming? Also, the doubt will start to seep in on me. You know, like, um, who told me this? A mystic? You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, some, like, who told me that this person is coming for me? I am without a doubt dating in between time because like the previous it's question. It's a win-win if you date and you like somebody and then you have to break up with them because you like somebody more. It's really a win-win for you. From a selfish point of view, yes. Yeah. It is a, it's a win-win. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a win-win for you. But yeah, like just thinking, mm, I think I will date in between time because the experience part. It's kind of like before. I want to be able to share my best self with my soulmate. And I, how will I do that if I don't have the experience? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I need to be not out here, but I need to have a couple trysts and relationships to really like get to that point of you know i'm ready i'm ready yeah i've been through it all i know what i want i am ready yeah. for love so yeah come on india tell us well i think that my paranoia would just fuck this all up. I, somehow I would just screw this. <laughs> Self-saboteur. I don't know. Like, something is gonna go wrong with this. And I do feel like I would be the person that gets a woman soulmate. So it's like, yeah, you're still single. Like, Yeah. I mean, so, shit. Like, me and Carrie, she always says, she's like, I swear you're my soulmate. You know? No, I had a like, friend from childhood who I believe could have been my soulmate mm-hmm. already i might have already experienced that love and it was hilarious because she's saying this and like ted was not far and he heard her and he's like like who's like what kind of person are you who says that like i guess he was hurt that she is over here uh, <laughs> yeah i would be hurt if i overheard my my boyfriend or fiance on the phone with his homeboy like i really think you're my soulmate <laughs> I would be irate by that. Ooh. Like, no, nigga. Wow. But, but also knowing that I had a soul, I feel like I already had a soulmate already previously. So that's just, again, toxicity. Should be in therapy. I'm not, but I will be. So. <laughs> well, that was good. Yeah. Moving on. We're in Scorpio season. Oh, boy. These Scorpios are really something else. I feel like I got a lot of Scorpio energy on my timeline right now. Ooh. And they're all like, <laughs> watch out. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. You wasn't getting that same energy from the Libras, the Virgos, the Gemini. No, the Libras wasn't really giving me big dick energy like that. The Virgos definitely, but the, we have the receipts. You know what I mean? We have a lot of qualified Virgos. We have know. the receipts. To be able to shit on you niggas, but the Scorpios, what y'all got? Ooh. Who y'all got, Scorpios? Well. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> Just a couple tidbits for you. Mercury left retrograde on November 3rd. Really? Couldn't tell. <laughs> That's because you'll still be feeling those after oh, effects right. for no, two November weeks. 3rd, you said. Okay. Mm-hmm. But also you'll be feeling those after effects, like for two weeks after, yeah, you know, 
that's what's up. <laughs> Mars also. You know what? What about that though? The fact that Mercury retro- retrograde ends on election day. Yeah. Mm, I don't know if I. Uh, Shit uh, is still like that. Is oh that no, it's still it's still problematic. Of course, it's problematic. But I don't really. I'm choosing not to point all my energy in that direction. Right. I'm choosing. Let's keep it positive. I'm choosing right. the high ground. Um, yes. Mars leaves retrograde on November 13th. So, you know, with these things, let's let that situation stop. <laughs> you know, with those two things ending, this gives you, this should give you some time to reflect on what both retrogrades meant for you and what areas you want to transform. Mm, because the theme for Scorpio season is rebuilding and healing ourselves. Like that's what the going theme is for all of Scorpio season, which means that it's not going to be, you know, a sweet time. I mean, honestly, what of 2020 has been, uh, literally nothing, but you know, (laughs) they're assuring us that, there will be light at the end of the tunnel at some point, just not right now. Like you gotta get, you gotta get to the core of the ugly before you can start to see, you know, all the other great things. But with Mars being, you know, leaving retrograde November 13th, you'll see an uptick in things that were otherwise slowed down, you know, like, cause Mars is like that action planet, energy planet. And, um, you know, like there might have been, you might've had some plans that were suddenly slowed down. Like I know I can point out a couple, like for my friend, our friend who's traveling for her 30th, like you can't, we can't really act on Mm -hmm. certain things because I would assume, I would presume Mars, but you know, knowing that it's gonna end just around the time that we're supposed to be getting some answers for what the Our next plans. move is going to be. Yeah. Right. So I think that that's interesting. That's a, that's a parallel that I could point out. Like, you know, that's happening right now. Um, the other thing is, what was it? Oh yeah. That, that there was no other thing. It's something totally different, but yeah. So that's, what's going on with um, Scorpio season for now. Um, I'm trying to think of who some celebrity Scorpios are that I've been seeing. Uh, who just had a birthday? No, 21 Savage is a Libra. His birthday looked really fun. Shout out to 21. He had a 70s theme birthday party and the music also matched the theme. The music matched the theme. That's what I really appreciated more than anything else is the fact that he had a DJ in there playing. I got some Scorpios. I got some Scorpios for you. Uh, Drake. Oh, yeah, OVO. Willow Smith. Kendall Jenner. Gabrielle Union. Wait, let me go back to Kendall Jenner real quick. I think Kendall Jenner is a Karen. I think she's the most Karen of all of the Kardashian crew. Because I saw an episode of the Kardashians where she was coming at Corey and calling him an asshole and all this. And I'm just like, why are you attacking the only black man here? I don't like that. She was giving me Karen vibes, trying to like manipulate him into apologizing to her for some shit. I'm like, ew, Kendall, that's ugly. Right. Very ugly. Chris Jenner. Okay. Chris Jenner is also Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes. Diddy. Okay. He seems Mm -hmm. like he's, I could see, I could see Scorpio energy. Ciara. Whoopi really? Goldberg, yeah, yeah. There's there's some people there. There's some people. Sierra and why did you just call her Sierra? I don't know who that is. Uh, Sierra and Diddy seem <laughs> like polar opposites. You don't know who that is, but you better pre- you better act like you better pretend. <laughs> they act like polar opposites, but that just goes to show you, like I we always say. I think it we shows don't, us we don't actually we know, don't them, know them. We don't know them, but there's also two types of signs. I always say that. I always say, like, I know another Aquarius who's just kind of, like, off the charts. 
Yeah. You know, maybe someone else might see me as off the charts. Who knows? But like, I feel like you and Clark are so similar. Like y'all are fucking textbook. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all are so similar. It's crazy. Yeah. It's really, it's really great. (laughs) <laughs> it's really great it's actually funny because when i like see her i'm like there's certain things just about her it's like really looking at Yourself? myself yeah, in some ways <laughs> it's strange it's so strange you know it's like yeah very very hilarious but that's your friend sydney that's what you did that's i know who, that's, who you, chose, right? that's who you chose right that's who you chose twice seek out <laughs> twice this is who I gravitate towards. What is it? I right. don't know. Oh my gosh. That's funny. But um, you know what? I'm going to actually, yeah. This is gonna be like quick. We we won't take we won't spend too much time on this because it's just the challenge that I want to propose to the listeners and to you. Okay. But it comes from this question. Can you do you think you can truly improve and change qualities that are associated with your natal chart? So, an example, Aquarians are known to be not not emotional. We're not yeah. emotional beings. So, because of that, I'm challenging, like, I would challenge myself to be, you know, more emotional, like, mm-hmm. during, like, a certain time. But, yeah. Do you think you can change it? I just feel like a quality like that, sometimes you do things, like, very... Like you just don't subconsciously, like you don't yeah, know you're right, doing right. It. I think that I think that yeah, when you start getting into the traits on your natal chart, it's like the things shit that, that are embedded in you, yeah, like yeah, like from the time that you were born, this is what was written for you. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that feels hard, but it seems like if you had maybe one thing. That you were able to hone in on and concentrate. Yeah, you could probably change that. Mm-hmm. I think that it would have to be very, a very focused practice and right. a deliberate intention to not do the thing. But when I just think about my natal chart overall, it's like it's way too much. Like I could there's no way it's the fabric of my being. Yeah. <laughs> maybe <fabric>. one, <laughs> maybe one thing I yeah. could, you know, yeah. I agree. I mean, it's just really think it's a that's a big challenge to take on, but that's what I want to bring to y'all today. Like I challenge you, myself, the listeners, like to pick a quality that is associated with your natal chart. Work on it, you know, work at it every day, take notes on your progress, and then we will talk about like our progress during the next live, like together. Wow. For the next that... sign language piece. Let me write that shit down. Because... Yes. And we're going to share it on the page too, but I'll send it to you actually. Don't even write it down. I'll send it to you. Okay. I have okay, it written. Yeah. Yeah, so can, the the point is for us to, you know, see, like, can we really improve on a quality? Because, of course, we have those great qualities in our natal chart, but what about those ones that might hinder us from, like, further greatness or hinder us from, you know, protecting ourselves or whatever? So, yeah, I think it would be cool. And I know, like, I don't expect by the time we have our live for Scorpio season that we're all changed, but at least it would be good to see. You can see what you're doing. How we're doing. Has it been easy for you? Has it been like, whoa, it's just so innate. Like I'm, you know, but yeah. Maybe I need like a push or something. I feel like I'm thinking of one quality. I don't know if it's necessarily associated with my natal chart, but it's definitely something about me. For sure, that I want to try to improve. Should we say what we're gonna do, or just say in the live what we're gonna work on? Let's just say in the live what we yeah. chose to work on and right. what we did. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is gonna be the push for me, y'all. My right. God, help me. Or maybe it's help something me, we mentioned on IG like prior, just so niggas know. Who knows? You know, like whatever, whatever you want to do. Right. That's fine. But yeah, that's that's what we got for sign language, y'all. Well, 
That means it's time for Nosy News. Shout out to Carrie with the ad lib text when <laughs> we did two cents during the live. That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Offset and Cardi B are fully back together. Fully. Fully. Holy. Yeah. <laughs> fully. Holy. Holy back together. <laughs> You know, Offset is a Sagittarius and Cardi is a Libra. She also just had a birthday party, you know, maskless birthday party somewhere out in Vegas or some shit with high contact areas all around. She was on the ground. She was doing everything. How do these people not have COVID? I don't understand it. But anyway, they're fully back together. And this is the second time that they've done this publicly, you know, with the big back together moment da, 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 da. what do you think about this as far as them being Sagittarius and Libra and also just like this is a trend with black people black people love to break up and get back together child or maybe it's people maybe people maybe like, it's all people maybe it's all yeah. people who, or a certain type of people that like to break up and get back together because that has never been my life I don't break up and get back together I'm sorry I'm sorry. You don't about it. break up and get back together. I don't. I, it hasn't happened to me yet. I don't want to say I would never do something like that, but I don't break up and get back together, even if mm. it's just for a few minutes, a day, or whatever. You know, like I think that. Are you sure you've mm. never broken up and gotten back together? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> she was like, we ain't breaking up, nigga. You know, I mean, I have to say like one toxic tumultuous relationship actually in college. It was like, it was a breakup for a short time. That was like maybe, you know, within the argument. Yeah. <laughs> within the <laughs> argument, then at the end of the argument. So yeah, like a short, it, it, it was like that. So I take back what I said before about, you know, not about not a day or whatever. But in my recent years, my early adult years, I haven't done anything like that. I definitely have broke up and got back together. Even in a situationship, I broke up and got back together. I think that it sucks that Cardi and Offset just have to be under the line. Like, because everybody doing it. Everybody so it's like, doing it. Why is everybody it a big, right? Why is it a big deal that they- I saw a meme yesterday that was like, uh, bitches love to be on Instagram. Like, fuck that nigga. And then it, and then it, in his text messages, like, why are you mad at me? What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> they have an image to uphold. Okay. Like, that is truly toxic. Everyone's out here making up and breaking up and breaking up. up to make up that's all (laughs) we do for sure uh-huh then Then you hate it's a game game. yes fuck it's a fucking game a game like you know (laughs) and i remember in my catholic school days when i took a class it was called the life course about love Love, infatuation, friendship, exploitation. That's what life stood for. Oh, and wow. That feels intense. <laughs> it but, was but you, It stuck with you. It was it intense. It really stuck with me. It's crazy. And, you know, they talked about people who are in relationships and they break up and get back together and break up and do it all over again. That is just a quality of selfishness, you know, like you just, Mm -hmm. you know, you're just kind of like about yourself. Don't really care about the other person and about the partnership or anything like that. So when you do something like that, it's really just out of an act of selfishness. And I don't know, that just was another thing that stuck with me because I'm like, is it is breaking up and getting back together over and over again an act of selfishness? Probably. I mean, yeah, yeah, but it's both people's selfishness, mm-hmm. which makes it seem like it's not selfish. Right. But what if it's 
not both what if it's not like a thing where it's like both people are like fuck you where it's over what if it's one person constantly doing it and coming back like oh yeah you know what yeah, i mean yeah. mm-hmm. like in all it, it, it's not all cases that it's both people like fuck out of here like it's over nigga like you know usually it is one person pressing it pushing it over the other right that's hell it is. That is toxic. <laughs> it really That's is. That's so toxic. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so any case, um Cardi B and Offset are back together. And I saw them on live yesterday. Did you see this? Did I send this in the group chat of him trying to get her give get her to give him some head? Wait, what? Offset was on live with Cardi B and he was trying to get her to give him some head. Oh. Um, I don't think I sent it. Let me send it quickly. That is interesting. Because I just sent it in the group chat. I think about, you know, Iman and Tiana Taylor and you know, they're pretty much they're PDA. But mm-hmm. it's like with a bit of tact. Right. I feel like that. And we got about dedicated now. Yeah. Put my fucking phone on. Come on. Come on. I'm gonna lose my fucking shape. I'm trying to get you to see. I'm trying to put you in shape. <laughs> put that thing in shape, girl. Come really? On. Toxic love goals. I am fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> It goes on for like three minutes And then finally she was like Put my faha on first And he was like you swear Put her what on? Oh my god Her little little liposuction corset thing That them bitches be wearing Oh wow Crazy Yeah That is A turn off (laughs) For me she was, he was trying to pull the cover off of her and she was like, um, my, my titties are out. He was like, we, we already seen them <laughs> at some point. I was like, that shit is hysterical, but also terrible. So yeah, they're back together. Best of luck to those crazy kids. His birthday's coming up in December. Let's see if they make it to his birthday. Oh gosh, it's very, it's very turbulent and toxic. It's turbulent. It's and, turbulent and terrible, and all the negative T words. <laughs> uh, did you see the? Oh, you it's tainted. <laughs> okay. Trauma. Okay, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Speaking right. of trauma, did you watch the final de- debate? Yes, and I meant to put a tweet. I meant to tweet, my envelope is sealed and my mind is made up, so I'm just here for the antics, which was purely what I was there for. Right. I think a lot of people, this, especially this election, have already voted, so it's kind of like we're just here. We're just here so we don't get fined. Like, right. Um, I definitely feel like the debates... Okay, I was, like, fucked up during the debates. Like, I had gone drinking before that mm-hmm. and I was drinking crown and then I was high also I, and I smoked a blunt which you know I never do right so I was clearly fucked up because I also rolled the blunt like I did all the work um <laughs> and so I was watching the debates and like every single joke that Trump made I laughed like, I really, really, really laughed. And I feel like if I wasn't fucked up, I probably wouldn't have been so quick to laugh at his jokes. But, like, some of the shit that he says is just so funny. You can't help but laugh. Like, like I was just more so blown away at the fact that that nigga just sat up there and Joan Biden and his whole, all his people for at two hours. He's the muted, the muted mics also seem to appear as if they worked they weren't trying to talk over each other as bad, even though my other comment on the whole thing was the fact that by uh, Biden, not Biden, Trump was so fucking disrespectful to our moderator. Right. Didn't you notice how he kept on saying, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, 
excuse me. And then he would just like continue talking. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, to scream. I, that was the worst part. Yeah, Sorry. I. What were you going to say? No, he he was definitely a mess. I felt like this was probably Joe Biden's best work in terms of, you know, being able to clap back, being quick. Because, I mean, I know about the speech impediment, but uh, just before and the other ones, he just seemed like he was just really not able to get his thought out. But he was really... Trying to, you know, come up and be a little firecracker this time. And I just right. want I just wanted to be known that I noticed it. I saw the training he'd been doing in the few weeks of the of Trump's quarantining. Right. He was he was doing some rhetoric training. Right. So yeah. I wonder which one of his staffers gets to play Trump. That would probably be so fun. Just say just say random vile right. things. Right. And probably and overdo no it and, and come lie. through with the whole outfit. Like orange skin, yes. blonde hair. Let's make it real. Let's make it fun. Yeah. He is a I would mess. totally volunteer to be that person. Mm-hmm. Whoever you are that has that job, shout out to you, bro, because I, I think you really helped in this last few weeks. You're right. He did get his get more of his words out, but the the stutter and the you know the speech impediment it stresses me out. Every time I see it, it literally makes me cringe all over my body. Like it's extremely stressful to see that stutter. Yeah, I hate it. Like I hate it. So. I don't know, guys. I mean, I th- my whole thing with Biden is like, I of course I trust him way more than I trust Trump. Trump. Why do I keep on saying his name? Trump. <laughs> you don't want it at all. Like you just don't want it. That's all. That's all right, Trump it is. So I clearly trust Biden more than I trust him, but I still don't know Biden doesn't make me all warm inside and make me feel hopeful and make me want to cry you know for the hope of the chance of change and shit like we may never feel that feeling again in our lifetime for a presidential candidate right because even people are like oh Kamala 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 and I'm just like I guess <laughs> Even right. that I'm not too impressed So I don't know We'll see Most of our people already voted If you're listening to this podcast You better had already voted Oh yeah I mean for sure And we'll see what happens we'll see I how mean the by the time This podcast releases We should know Who the president for the next Term is Oh, that's so eerie. That is remember we don't find out on November third. We don't. We find out a little after that, but even still, right, right, the shit will have hit the fan by then. That is hell. We gonna see what happens. I didn't, you know. Let me just say that one last thing about how both people were like, uh, "I don't know about the relief bill." You tell me about the relief bill. Uh, I don't know. He did it. She did. <laughs> Everybody was like pointing <laughs> fingers at why <laughs> these niggas have not passed the second wave of you know stimulus checks for the people, for the economy, the betterment of the economy, or whatever. Yeah, it's, 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 they don't care. They don't care. They just care about industry. They don't care if the people eat or starve. Yeah. Well, hopefully Biden cares. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Biden cares about fracking. Okay. (laughs) He wants to phase that motherfucker out. And that's a big concern in PA. Like, he wants to phase it out. But he ultimately wants to end it, and that's like all the people that worked in the steel mills and shit, and the, and the all the industry folks out here. That's the job that they have. So mm-hmm. of course they're like, I'm not gonna vote for that guy that wants to get rid of my job. Yeah. But little do they know, phasing out be taking like t- uh, 10, 15. I mean, that's why long. that's why it's set for 2035. Yeah, like come on, why are you worried about some shit that's not even coming for 20 years? You got time to prepare. 
Exactly. So, and you know, fate. You know, timelines get fucked up and pushed back all the time. Change, like, change career paths. You know, like that's enough time to make that guaranteed move. for four years. He's talking about some shit happening in twenty thirty five. Why do you care? Why that, do you care? He's yeah. not going to even be the president. In that's crazy. And you know, as we know, we know best that these motherfuckers have a penchant for fucking setting the clock back. <laughs> So, yeah, this shit might not even go into full but fruition. Niggas don't, they don't want to hear, they don't want to listen, they don't want to hear what the words are that are coming out of these people's mouths. They want to hear Trump, and they do hear Trump, and Trump is saying, you're going to work, he's going to raise your taxes, and you're not going to have a job. So, you know, that's pretty nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens in PA. I'm a very pivotal, important state. Um, you know, I'm really excited that my vote actually matters in the grander scheme of things because PA is a big, important state. So we'll see. We will. What a time. What a time. Right. Okay. La- last thing, and then we'll get off of this. Um... Okay, second last thing. The SARS, in SARS, hashtag in SARS. Mm-hmm. Do you know about this? Have you been hearing about this? Do you know what's going on? Yeah, I have a couple friends out there that I've been chatting with. Oh, really? And they've really? just been staying indoors and trying to really? just kind of like be out of it. But, you know, it's not it's not a cool thing. Like, it's been going on for a minute. Yeah, long, long years before this. It's yeah. been going on right that's what i think is been interesting for me is just seeing like if we personally didn't know nigerians we would be thinking just like everyone else like oh my god what's going on in africa you know what I mean? yeah like, someone mentioned something about the disease sars it's like no that's not what they mean um yeah yeah yeah, just, yeah just it's real. i really you know Lifting them up, hopefully they get to the bottom of it. It just sucks because it seems like the president or whomever is not really, you know, all that Giving supportive. A yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. Do your friends feel like they don't really think anything is going to change? Yeah, they want to go. They want to leave They just want to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's exactly how my friend is, like. Definitely just on some energy, like, I don't live there anymore, so I don't really right. think anything's going to change. Yeah. And people are looking for their way out, like. That's how. Okay, some so. Of the videos, some of the videos that I found, I'm just like, oh, shit, like, this is wild. I would never let a nigga wearing jeans and a fucking polo t-shirt try to <laughs> pull up on me, bro. Right. But go ahead. What were you about to say? And lastly, I just wanted to shout out the Ivy Park drop. She dropped another collection. Um, So far, we've only seen the images, but the drop will actually be coming out next week. I'm just wondering if you are feeling it, if you care, if you... I don't think I care that much. I don't think I care that much. Um... I was actually wondering why we were shouting her out, but I get it. Like, what do you mean you wonder why we were shouting her out? <laughs> like, shout out to it as if it was a you oh, know, like really and a, a wonderful drop. It's just anything you know? Beyonce does <laughs> has to be acknowledged. Has to be acknowledged, or else did it even happen? I don't know. Yeah, so she dropped the Ivy Park line. I agree. I'm not like r- rushing to set my reminder to make sure that I check it out on the drop day or try mm-hmm. to get anything. You know, I never get drops anyway, so I was already less than motivated. <laughs> and I know I ain't about to get shit. I never get drops. Yeah. I, I never do. I'm still trying to get a pair of Jordans on a drop. That's or very yeah, easy. I feel that. That's that's my life as well. You know, it's like, like do I, I never get chat. drops or do I just not care that much to really be like out here? Nah, I've cared. It's been a couple drops where I cared, and I didn't get that shit. 
I tried. Like those, like those tie-dye Jordan ones that I really wanted. Why did I get those? Because the universe is against me. That's why. And some niggas out here wearing the girl Jordans in my size. Because he bought them on whatever the fuck. Flight Club. It's not right. It's unjust. But anyway, that's all I have for Nosy News. All right. Two cents, a two cent, two cents, a two cents, let me hear you now. This is another one that I feel like, I don't know if we've, ooh, child, listen, we've got over 170 episodes. Sometimes it's just hard for me to even recall if we talked about it or not. Right. Sexual kinks and how to share that with your partner. Yeah, I feel like we did talk about this, but it was probably a long time ago. How to share your sexual kinks. I don't have any kinks. kinks. With a partner. What are your kinks? What are my kinks? Um, I'm not just going to lay it out here for the world. Oh, you're not? <laughs> you don't want to just close with our Get loyal listeners? Yeah, I don't know about all of that, but I just feel like in the context of sharing it with your partner... <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, bitch, I'm not. I want to, you know, get into that, like sharing that one first. Let's define what a se- what a, what is a kink, right? Like, what do we? I think, I think a kink is like something that might be unusual or like out of the ordinary that you like during sex. Okay. Like, mate. For example, I know I know several guys who like to have their nipples squeezed during sex because it like it does something for them oh yeah yeah I know at least two guys that like that Huh. well check out the textbook version of what kink is okay a sharp twist or curve in something that is otherwise straight <laughs> so wow. going off the beaten path of your vanilla sex in this case, is what we're saying. Oh my god, she just came in my neck. No, just because you don't have kinks doesn't mean it's vanilla. Oh, okay. Look at your face. <laughs> <laughs> I am dead at your face, and I didn't even realize that you thought I was coming at your neck, but I was just trying to explain, like generally. <laughs> okay. You know, no kink. They're trying to say like off the street. It's like a twist and curve, like yeah. And if it's not a twist and curve, then it's straight, right? Like, So you're saying that straight is vanilla. The straight is just, you know, it is what it is. Like, we're having the sex, and that is that. We're having sex. We're... But, okay, to me, what is it... Like, what do you consider a kink? Because, I mean, like... A kink to me is, for example, you might like acting out a rape scene because you like the idea of force. Okay. That's a kink. You like things, you know, you like to be double penetrated. Like you like something in your butt while being penetrated from the front. That's a kink. Like if it's something (laughs) that you feel like, you know, it will help you get to that level. Like you... Not saying like that you can't. Not saying you like can't get wild things. Then I said, like I said, squeezing nipples. I feel like that is vanilla still, in comparison to like a rape role play. Like, yeah, those are definitely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like maybe experience. you might be into the stranger thing, and you want to do a stranger role play and like reenact a whole glory hole scene. Like, uh, oh, you know what God. I mean? Like the levels of this. Giving us scenarios. <laughs> I'm giving you concrete examples, right, right? So you can understand and really get into what we but mean. My, by what, but are you hearing what I'm saying? Do you think that squeezing nipples is supposed to be comparable to 
a glory hole scenario like is that yeah i mean we don't have to say we don't have to like be like you know put it on a level of extremities or whatever but like nipples you think that there can be mild why not yeah there's mild kinks kinks. like oh someone i know like someone who enjoys kissing and swapping spit in the mouth like that is a kink because the average person might not find that attractive. Mm. Like, think about that. Like, that is, you know, it's mild, but it's also like, wow, it's really. God, that is so disturbing. And let's not get into the more, you know, gross kinds of kinks that are out there as well. That I will not name. Well, yeah, you know, they were trying to put Odell Beckham into Mm -hmm. the scat scat play kink lane. And they was trying to, they was trying to, put somebody I forget who the, who the other person they were trying to have doing that but Odell was I think the most recent one and remember the eyeballs thing that we shared actually in the episode that we probably talked about kinks like there was an eyeball episode like someone who was into licking eyeballs oh my god that was a long time ago I don't even remember what that was Ooh, right ooh, that just makes me cringe all over yeah also but- the swapping spit it's like obviously when you're making out and there's tongue involved and stuff you're getting the other person's spit but i'm talking mouth, but to like, intentionally no i know what you're honk, talking about honk. i know what you're talking honk. about and i feel like that and i don't know what you're saying if you're saying hog or hog it's hawk hog spit yes hawk. h-o-c-k you, did you say hog like like a like a mix of I ain't never hogged high no. <laughs> I never really knew what the word was. Excuse me. I don't me. even know how to hog die. <laughs> I ain't never hogged high nobody. Wow, that's even, that's even gross. Grosser. Like, even more gross. Because like, that's ew. like the sound, you know what I like mean? Like a hawk. Hawk. Yo. Yeah. But yes, the point is how the question was how to share these things with your partner. Like how right, do you think okay. like how do, <laughs> how do you, you tell sh- your partner that well, you're you definitely to swap spit? You definitely right. Is that something that you tell them or do you just pop up and do that? Because for me, no. what I what you're what I heard was actually mouth. it wasn't a conversation that was had. It just happened. You feel me? I'm like literally getting nauseous at this. This is too much. Yeah, I think I'm getting a little woozy too. But (laughs) (laughs) no, but how do you talk to your partner? The first thing is you're not going to talk to your partner in the act, in the middle of the act. I agree. I think that you have to kind of like see how the how the intimacy is, like a few times. And you don't even have to see how the intimacy is to even like get into it. You could say it before y'all even get intimate, you know, like if you're That's just true. lay it all talking. Out there yeah. If you're just kind of like, right. Cause sometimes like when you're in that stage of not sleeping with the person and you guys are just getting to know each other, it's really nothing that you won't talk about. And you'll be more open to talk about sex cause you ain't have it yet. So, right. you know, you kind of, you kind of want to, right. You want to see what you getting into and you want to let them know what you giving, like, I know, but hypothetically, but you, if you have a kink, that's something that's obviously unusual. You know what I mean? Like, for example, the rape role play, like if that was my kink and I'm going to a guy before we've had sex, like, so this is probably within the first couple months of us talking and knowing each other. If I'm talking to him and saying like, oh yeah, I have this thing about like force. Like I want it. I want you to pretend to be a, a you know sexual assailant coming in in the night like that nigga's mm-hmm. gonna think that i'm psychotic and i'm trying to set him up and get him arrested mm-hmm. like i think that I'm sure once, that that is not gonna just be like oh wow okay thanks when for you're letting in me that, know <laughs> when you're in that courting stage i think you know once you realize okay with this person feels like i'm in a safe space they seem trustworthy or whatever. I would, you know, mention it in a casual way, kind of like so. The topic of sex comes up. I'm like, do you consider yourself kinky, or what do you like? How do you feel about kinks? And then they might be like, what do you mean? And then you know, you just go deeper. 
I think that it it depends on what the kink is. I feel like if we're talking about, you know, I want my nipples squeezed. Yeah, but if like we're talking about right a, before, a rape scene. if you're scene, talking about, yeah, fucking scat play or, or something incest. Wild, yeah. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm giving you... Where is she where is she what sinister website are you are you looking on for what sinister is no sinister incest as a kink that's not a kink that's a a mental disability okay but i'm saying like reenactments rape is rape that goes into the trauma porn shit like are you considering oh that oh my god i am stressed you know exactly know. <laughs> it's crazy oh but god. some people is that might healthy feel like, to have a kink like you like that fuck your brother or a kink like you want to fuck your dad or you want to be raped i don't know girl i don't really <laughs> have the answer for that but it exists and it's out there today and do you just tell you they tell you don't kink shame you know what i mean they tell you don't judge people for their kinks because that's just like not even cool to do that (laughs) don't judge people for their kinks but then it's like what is going on with you and your kinks like what is the deeper meaning behind behind the kinks yeah i mean there is probably a deeper meaning and we don't we're not here to psychoanalyze we're not we're not here we're not here to psychoanalyze it or whatever but you know Mm. that's hell we digress i just think when you try to make it you see i try to casually bring the topics up here and you see how i was received by you and like (laughs) <laughs> Bruh, I was yeah. confused. I was confused. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, <laughs> this shit went from squeezing nipples. I keep on going back to that because that was where my mind was at. I'm like, yeah, I want to let him know that I want a thumb in my ass. You know what I mean? This bitch comes out the gate swinging. Right. Swinging. Yeah. Ray play. <laughs> Rape role play. Listen, listen. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh goodness. This oh, is crazy, though. That it's really. I. It's still a question I have, though, regarding the trauma porn, the kinks, and how that all ties together as well. You know, like is we it? We keep on saying that we're going to get a licensed professional on here. We need to do that. We for, need for nothing to get else for our own education. For like, our own education, because we can't keep having these conversations like this and <laughs> <laughs> with no. <laughs> With no resolve. <laughs> With no fucking resolve. It's just crazy. Oh, man. It would be good. But, yeah, like, you know, sometimes I have to say, like, it came up because I was just looking at, you know, just thinking about how sometimes individuals feel the need to step outside of their relationships to take part in things that they're embarrassed to admit to their partner. Do you not notice that, like, with guys, for example... You know, just an example, because you see it a lot with how a guy will always say that they're attracted to, you know, a certain kind of woman, but then they end up cheating or having an affair with a, with a woman that they claim is not really what they're into. The makeup, the fake body, the whatever, but they still get into that. Not saying that's a kink, but that's just an example of, you know, just like... How do how do you get there? Like, what is it about your main partner that's like hindering you from just being real with them and like right everything? I don't know, mm. but that's where you know that's kind of where that came from because it's just like sometimes people would be into this, or you see like guys that go to the strip club or the creeps that go to prostitutes to. Fulfill these certain fantasies that they have because they just can't, you know, they don't really want to deal with the judgment. I'm trying to think about my man coming to me with the bullshit because I'm stressed about it. I don't really know. Like, what if your man comes to you with some wild shit? 
Would you and think prefer... about hearing and think about hearing about it before you guys have sex, and think about hearing about it after you've been having sex? Would you prefer that it wasn't a conversation that was had prior to you having sex, but let's say it was just you guys were in the act, and you know something just happened where the roles just took place. And you found that you really enjoyed it, and it turns out that this is the thing that maybe he was. I mean, all I'm thinking about is like scat play, which would be like this nigga being like, "All right, shit on me right now," like during sex. You know what I mean? I'm just like, <laughs> no. There's That's like, not something. And that there's we can do literally the like a that. plethora of fucking kinks that one could choose from so but many. And I, and you're just, just like we're just, you're yeah, on we're the scat the play <laughs> we're here in the gutter so that's where i'm at with it but like or even something as simple as wanting to be fucking choked or that's not simple because i, I mean like choking gets... is something that you can definitely try during sex during the act right for sure but i feel like that has levels and it gets crazy because you see how some people yeah 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 you gotta start with the gentle pressure some people really want to be like you know out like a light for a few minutes before no that's something you have to probably work your way into wow that's intense Imagine the nigga being like, no, choke me until I black out. Like, I'm not about to accidentally kill you. What do you mean? Right. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you actually have to be trained and know what you're doing to not break their trachea or whatever. Like, really kill them. <laughs> Jeez. There's no way. There was, like, unfortunately, though, a kid at my high school died from that accidental suicide, they called it. He was masturbating and he strangled himself and died accidentally. That's intense. You know, a, a teenager. So that shit is it really out there. It happens to people it though. You ever see that show, A Thousand Ways to Die? Or no, a, I've seen hundred. it on Netflix, but I never watched. A thousand. It. I think it's a thousand, right? It's not a hundred. Whatever ways. Maybe whatever way. However yeah. many ways they show like crazy freak accidents of people, like the weirdest ways they've died. Some of it has been because of people's sexual like <laughs> desires, just taking them to somewhere else. <laughs> that really taking them to the brink. <laughs> taking them to the fucking brink. So, yeah. That's crazy, though, but we want to hear from y'all, you know, like, how do you share that? It's probably something that you won't hit us up about because, <laughs> because. we got niggas like Cindy, who's just not even, <laughs> she's stressed, she's stressed. <laughs> I'm stressed, I'm just like, oh, God, how do you be open? I'm trying to be this new 30-year-old bitch who's like open and hears people and listens. Another, and you know, there's feelings. even like, or just the don't thought like... Don't bring this bullshit over here because I like, don't want to deal with it. Right. And what about those kinks? Like I hear a lot, like a popular one amongst women is gangbangs. Like maybe they might not want that in person. But, but they, they want really to be overcome do. by the dick. Yeah. I don't want to be gangbang because like that's in yo vagina yo ass and your mouth a lot of times like and your hands that's just that's and just... probably your ears too like it's really Ooh, wild out ears? here Ew. yeah i know i'm really that was like a shoot in the dark i know it's not the ears at all yeah that's wild <laughs> But really, That's any wild. it's just to say any any, any hole, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that was a good one. I do want to hear from the people. If y'all just private message us, we'll keep it anonymous. Yeah, for real. Or even if you don't have any, like, how would you want to receive this kind of information? Yeah, do we don't want... like you could share your kinks right. or you could share stories of other crazy kinks that you heard about. But how? What would be the best way? For your partner to tell you, I'm thinking that they're gonna, we're gonna have to just to put a wrap up final statement on it. I think my person is going to have to tell me after we've been together, we've been fucking around for a while. I think you're gonna have, I'm really gonna have to like love you (laughs) 
in order to even receive anything and not I be think judgmental. an easing is cool. There's, you know, different phases to the sexual relationship. Right. Because, I, I mean, if it's to the, if the kink is, like, to the point where you just need it all the time, then that's a fetish. And then that's, that's kind of like, different. that's kind of like cha- a challenge, you know, that you need to resolve within yourself. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I don't think I'm the girl for you. Yeah. If but it is level... a fetish, you should probably get, get that out up front because you're definitely going to want that all the time. A kink is something that I think is here and there, right? Or, you know, maybe it's not here and there, but maybe it know. maybe it could be controlled. Fetish it seems more obsessed. It seems more like, like yeah, like I, I need it now. This. Yeah. Okay. Spiker boys on my block, y'all. I'm not editing that out. Oh well. Gang, 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 gang. Bap, bap, bap. Um, all right, well, is that the end of the episode? Do you have anything else? We have nothing for Get Your Life, but that's because we're still in the process of getting our lives. Yeah. And you and you are too. And I know you feel us on that. Right. Remember what I said earlier about the retrogrades ending? Take that time to reflect. It's about healing transformation and all that good stuff so you know we should be doing some like intentional manifestation for our podcast together we need to be like channeling our energy and like really having serious meditative moments and manifest I agree we haven't really done that no that's the goal for get your life there we go there bada it is, boom, folks. Bada bang. There it is. All right. Well, that's another episode. You can always hit us up in our emails. Sign me up podcast at gmail.com. At sign me up podcast on all social media. You can listen to this episode where you're listening now and anywhere that episodes of podcasts play. Um, I'm at Sydney Poppins, too. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of Samia Podcast signing out, beach. Hey.